Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, January 21st, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at uh, $40,958.98, down 2.12%. At number two, Ethereum, $3,020.90, down 3.03%. Tether at number three, $1. Number four, BNB, $442.79, down 4.99%. USD coin number five, $0.99. Cardano at number six, $1.27, down 4.40%. Solana at number seven, $126.83, down 6.75%. XRP at number eight, $0.72, down 2.02%. Terra at number nine, $79.19, $79.19, down 1.40%. And last but not least, number 10, Polkadot at $23.27, down 3.81%. Uh, let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried that could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is extreme fear at 24. Yesterday was extreme fear at 22. Last week was extreme fear at 21, and last month was fear at 29. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is Ethereum may be losing out to competitors due to high gas fees, says JP Morgan. Article number two, market strategist downgrades BTC price target to 17K, but expects slight near-term surge. Article number three, Crypto.com finally acknowledges $34 million were stolen by hackers. Article number four, student becomes a millionaire after turning selfies into NFTs as a joke. And last but not least, article number five, the main topic is an entire country switched to Bitcoin and now its economy is floundering. So before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to Dave's Daily Crypto Take supporters and listeners. You can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Let's take a look at today's articles. Article number one is Ethereum may be losing out to competitors due to high gas fees, says JP Morgan. JP Morgan has piled on the Ethereum high gas fee issue as a reason why it could end up losing out to competitors like Solana and Cardano. These other projects pass significantly fewer transaction fees than Ethereum being one of the major pull points for investors. Due to this, it is increasingly losing users to other platforms who have found they can carry out DeFi activities for much lower fees. Ethereum fees are too high. In a recent research note, J.P. Morgan analyst Nicholas Pagodilou explained that the high fees associated with using the Ethereum blockchain have some major drawbacks for the network. Networks with smart contracts capability are in what is essentially an arms race to be the leading platform for decentralized finance. Although Ethereum remains in the lead, its high gas fees continue to set the network back. It has led to the migration to other blockchains for services like NFT minting, which can run as high as $300 to mint on Ethereum. If the loss of its NFT share starts looking more sustained in 2022, that would become a bigger problem for Ethereum's valuation. He warned, Ethereum's gas fees, which are fees paid to miners, are currently among the highest in the space. The network's increasingly high fees has been a cause of concern now for those who frequently use the network racking up $44 million in fees paid by the users in a day compared to Cardano's $87,000 for the same volume of transactions. 
ETH losing ground in terms of value. Ethereum has not been sparred in or spared in the market onslaught that has rocketed into the crypto space. The digital asset, which at its peak was rivaling and surpassing the market caps of the largest banks in the world, has lost about 40% of its all-time high market cap. The asset's price has briefly touched above $4,800 before tumbling back down to its current price of about $3,200. Since the crash, Ethereum has lost over $200 billion off its market cap. This has brought the digital assets valuation down from its impressive $586 billion at its peak down to $373 billion, putting its value below that of banks which it once surpassed. ETH is currently trading below the 100 and 200 day moving averages, indicating that bears now have a stronger hold on the market. Market wide sell offs continue across various assets. ETH is now trading at $3,250 as of the time of this writing. So, there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Ethereum may be losing out to competitors due to high gas fees, says JP Morgan. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, article number two. Market strategist downgrades BTC price target to 17K but expects slight near term surge. Gareth Soloway, the chief market strategist at the InTheMoneyStocks.com, has said the ongoing Bitcoin volatility might see the asset correct to below $20,000 but maintains that cryptocurrency's long term prospects remain bullish. Speaking to Kitco News, Soloway stated that the price will likely hit $17,000, but acknowledged that the value might slightly surge to about $46,000 in the near term, but the position won't hold on for long. He believes the correction is a consequence of the general market deleveraging that has spilled over to Bitcoin. Quote, just looking at the metrics, the performance of Bitcoin, I don't necessarily know if it's $19,000 or $17,000 or somewhere in there, but I do think it will at least pierce $20,000. Short term, I think you get a small bounce in Bitcoin, maybe back to $46,000 or so. But I do think this level breaks eventually as the markets go lower, said Soloway. Soloway indicated that the ongoing blockchain growth is poised to benefit Bitcoin in the long term. According to the strategist, Bitcoin will likely attract more institutions alongside support from individuals like Tesla, CEO Elon Musk, and Jack Dorsey. At the same time, Soloway maintained the bright future for the cryptocurrency sector, which would only be realized once the market experiences a washout. He stated the Federal Reserve activity created a bubble that needs to burst. Furthermore, Solway added that his long-term bullishness for Bitcoin is also related to the growing non-fungible tokens sector. However, he stressed that the NFT space is also in a bubble what will thrive once burst occurs. Bitcoin might experience dot-com moment. Over the recent months, Soloway has stressed that the market should expect a significant Bitcoin correction. As reported by Finfold, the strategist highlighted that Bitcoin is under a nasty pattern and would likely experience a dot-com moment. With Bitcoin trading below the crucial $46,000 mark, Soloway believes that the asset is open to further correction. By press time, Bitcoin was trading at $42,700, with slight gains of almost 3% in the last 24 hours. Bitcoin's slight resurgence has also impacted the general market, which has regained the $2 trillion market capitalization. So there you guys have it. Market strategist downgrades BTC price target to 17 k but expects slight near-term surge. Comment down below and let me know if you think it will dip below 20 or if you think it's going to go above $45,000 in the near term. All right, article number three. 
Crypto.com finally acknowledges $34 million stolen by hackers. Hackers are currently trying to launder the stolen funds through crypto mixer applications. Trading platform Crypto.com lost about $34 million worth of cryptocurrency in a hack on Monday, according to a new blog post by the company published overnight. The company had previously declined to say about how much the hack, which forced users to stop withdrawals for most of the day and only reassured customers they wouldn't lose any money. Hackers made off with 4,836.26 Ethereum, 443.93 Bitcoin, and approximately $66,200 in other crypto coins from precisely 483 users, according to the company. Crypto.com, which has about 10 million users, halted all withdrawals on Monday for about 14 hours after suspicious activity was detected and forced all users to reset their two-factor authentication methods. The Ethereum that was taken is worth about $15.3 million, and the Bitcoin is worth $18.6 million at today's converse, conversion rate, bringing the grand total to, to about $34 million in lost funds. But Crypto.com is quick to note that no users have lost any money because the company has topped up their accounts. All withdrawals on the platform were suspended for the duration of the investigation, and accounts found to be impacted were fully restored, Crypto.com said in a statement. Hackers were able to get into the accounts without the need for two-factor authentication. Though it's not clear how they pulled it off, Crypto.com has revamped its two-factor authentication program and has introduced a 24-hour delay for white-listed withdrawal addresses, according to the company's post-mortem. The unknown hackers are currently trying to launder their stolen crypto using crypto mixers, as Gizmodo reported yesterday. The Ethereum is being laundered through an app called Tornado Cash, which bills itself as a privacy tool. The Bitcoin appears to be getting laundered through an unknown Bitcoin mixer, sometimes known as Tumblr or PO Chain. Crypto.com has also announced it's launching an insurance program called the Worldwide Account Program Protection. But this isn't the same as WAP. You might be familiar with this. This program allows qualified users to reclaim up to $250,000 in funds if their accounts get hacked. So what does it mean to be qualified? Well, first, enable multi-factor authentication on all transaction types where MFA is currently available. Two, set up an anti-phishing code at least 21 days prior to the reported unauthorized transaction. Three, not be using jailbroken devices. Four, file a police report and provide a copy of it to crypto.com. And five, complete a questionnaire to support a forensic investigation. It sounds like any future hacks won't necessarily be covered universally as crypto.com did in Monday's hack. Crypto.com is a leader in security and compliance, including our recent SOC2 announcement. Jason Lau, Chief Information Security Officer at crypto.com said in a statement published online. While our goal is to prevent any security breaches, our industry-leading insurance policy and worldwide account protection programs offer our customers additional protections in rare instances when there is an accident. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Crypto.com finally acknowledges $34 million were stolen by hackers. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, before we get into round two of the articles, just want to say thank you so much. I've been looking at the analytics and I see people from Americas, also from South America. Thank you so much for listening in. And also in Asia, especially in Indonesia, Thailand, Singapore, and China. Of course, thank you so much for all your help and support. If you guys can, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and if you YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. Article number four is... 
student becomes a millionaire after turning selfies into NFTs as a joke. A 22-year-old Indonesian college student has become a millionaire overnight after turning his collection of daily selfies into NFTs as a joke. A daily selfie since 2017. Sultan Gustav Al-Ghazali, a computer science student from Semarang Central Java, has had a habit of shooting a selfie a day in front of his computer for the past four years, starting from when he was 18 years old. While he has missed some days, his album now contains nearly 1,000 selfies, which he initially shot to create a passage of time time-lapse in the style popularized by Noah Kalina's Everyday Project. After the learning of cryptocurrencies, blockchains, and NFTs, however, Gozali had the idea of creating a humorous collection of NFTs based on his face photos. Selling NFTs created as a joke, I was thinking it might be funny if one of the collectors collected my face, Gozali tells AFP. I never thought anybody would want to buy the selfies, which is why I only priced them at $3.00001 ETH. Gozali began minting his selfies as NFTs on January 1st through the NFT platform OpenSea in a collection titled Gozali Every Day. And here are some of the pictures. It wasn't until several days later, however, that the collection began going viral online after Indonesian celebrity chef Arnold Pormamro and other prominent NFT collectors stumbled upon Gozali's joke, over $1 million in sales. Once the crypto influencers began promoting collectibles, sales of the 933 exploded. The price of the individual Ghazali selfie NFT spiked at one point to a high of 0.9 ETH, or about $3,000. The collection has a total volume traded at the time running of 381 ETH, or over $1.2 million. Uploading my photo into NFT, laugh out loud, he tweeted on January 10th after minting 898, adding, can't believe people actually bought my photo NFT. 0.35 already sold in one day. And today sold more than 230 plus. And to now, I don't understand why you want to buy NFT photos of me, he tweeted. But I thank you guys for five years of effort paid off. In addition to his initial profit from sales, Gazali has earned over $100,000 in secondary sale royalties from the NFTs changing hands. With his face making international headlines and with the interest in his NFTs growing, Gozali is requesting that people be respectful with his portraits. You can do anything like flipping or whatever, but please don't abuse my photos or my parents will be very disappointed in me, he tweets. I believe in you guys, so please take care of my photos. NFT mania in the crypto boom. NFTs are non-interchangeable records stored on a blockchain that allows uniquely identifiable units of data to be bought and sold as limited edition digital collectibles. The mania surrounding NFTs has seen some tokens sold for astronomical prices. The most expensive NFT sold to a single owner is every day's the first 5,000 days by the digital artist Beeple, which sold for a staggering $69.3 million at a Christie auction in 2021. So, there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Student becomes a millionaire after turning selfies into an NFTs as a joke. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, article number five. The main topic today is an entire country switched to Bitcoin and now its economy is floundering. Like Bitcoin itself, El Salvador isn't doing so hot right now. Months after El Salvador announced that it would accept Bitcoin as legal tender, the country has found itself on the verge of economic collapse yet again. 
The country's president, Nayib Bukele, made waves last year when he announced that the nation would accept the token for its use at stores and banks. The self-described CEO of El Salvador even announced plans to build a Bitcoin city to turn the country into financial center of the world. However, it turns out that forcing your nation's banks and stores to accept a currency large swaths of population are unfamiliar with and don't trust is a good way to tank your economy. El Salvador has found itself in an ever-deepening sinkhole of debt, with this cringe president lobbying the International Monetary Fund for a $1.3 billion loan. According to the magazine, and shortly after the Bitcoin City announcement in November, the country's sovereign bond dropped from 75 cents to 63 cents overnight and is now at 36 cents. In the past five months since it officially adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, experts have estimated that El Salvador's sovereign credit got four times worse than it was before the move. Bitcoin's extreme volatility has also been on full display as its price was hovering around $60,000 at the time of Bukele's big announcement, but has now crashed to the mid $40,000. El Salvador has now the most distressed sovereign debt in the world, and it's because of the Bitcoin folly. Steve Hankey, professor of applied economics at Johns Hopkins University, told Fortune, the markets think that Bukele's gone mad, and he has. There are many reasons for this, including the fact that El Salvador already wasn't doing so hot financially before their big bet on Bitcoin. However, a look under the hood revealed that many Salvadorans simply didn't trust the token, leading to limited use of the token. A Central American University survey conducted last September found that 9 out of 10 citizens in the country didn't know what Bitcoin was, and 8 out of 10 said they had little to no confidence in the digital cash. Bukele also sold this legislation on the idea that Bitcoin would make remittances money sent to Salvadorans from friends and family members working abroad cheaper. However, the opposite was often true. This is because citizens would typically turn the Bitcoin into cash after receiving it. Fortune reports to do that, they needed to travel to an ATM, which takes a substantial cut of the money withdrawn. Exchange platforms like Coinbase also take anywhere from 2 to 4% of the money as well. Hanky believes that the windups uh, being nearly four times as uh, expensive as traditional remittances. So yeah, it turns out voting in a cringe crypto bro as president might not be the best thing for your country. While there's certainly some promised idea of accepting Bitcoin as legal tender, public trust needs to get there first, and we wouldn't be on that happening anytime soon. So what do you guys think about this article? An entire country switched to Bitcoin, and now its economy is floundering. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Before we head out, let's take a look at the prices one last time. At number one, we got BTC at $40,958. Ethereum at $3,020. Tether at $1. BNB, $442. USD coin, 99 cents. Cardano, $1.26. Solana, $125. XRP, 72 cents. Terra at $79, and last but not least, Polkadot at $23. Other than that, thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast, everyone. Uh, please have a great crypto day. And if you guys can, catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, please have a great crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.